Welcome, everyone, to a another episode of On the Mark Sports Talk, and I'm your host, Mark, with a C. I'll be your guiding voice for the next hour and 40 minutes or so, whatever, how far we go. And uh, this is our 190th, 190 episode in 190th consecutive weeks. And we're That's pretty good. Away I'll from two, 10 weeks away uh, from the big 200. 200. We'll make it. We'll make it. Any, uh, if you guys have any ideas what you want to do special on the 200th, besides having a little cupcake with a candle, <laughs> let me know. Um, we'll put our heads together. You can email me, text me. How about this? How about that? Something going a little special. And by the way, show number 200 hey, is Wayne. going to take place hey, on, on February 29th. Leap year, right? That's appropriate. 2024 <laughs> is a leap year, and February 29th is a Thursday. How about oh. that? Well, well Sadie Hawkins special. Day. What's that? that Sadie Hawkins special. Day, February 29th. Sadie Hawkins Day, all right. <laughs> little Abner. So we'll go out and find a woman and bring her on screen with you. Yep. <laughs> I'd like to wish our listeners out there who celebrate yes, Merry Christmas, a happy Merry Christmas, four days away. Um, maybe you are celebrating Christmas one way or another. Uh, how is our panel of experts today? How are we doing? Pretty good. Doing good. How are you, Mark? You know everything. I'm glad you asked how I'm doing. I got a little story here, and I want to get an opinion here. How are you doing? How are you doing? I have, a little, I have a little story here that happened to me. Yesterday, yesterday, and I don't know if it broke my bubble as I explain this. Uh, let, let's see if you let's see if you have a solution for me. Am I over exaggerating? Remember that as I tell you the whole thing. So let's see. Many of you on the panel and many of our listeners out there uh, know that I had a life before on the mark. <laughs> uh, and before my forty-year teaching career, I had a life. And before my marriage, and even before having or thinking about having two fabulous sons, I had a life. I had a job during college. I went to Adelphi, but I went had a job working at the Raleigh Hotel in South Fallsburg. Oh, wow. And have any of you guys ever been there? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Big, big time. Big time. Uh, I would go to the Raleigh each summer. From 1969 to 1974, Christmas week, Hanukkah week, Passover, Easter, and every other weekend all year round. Was I a waiter? Nah. Was I a busboy? Nah. Was I a car hop or a bellboy? Nah. I was a teenage activities counselor. In fact, I was the head teen counselor for four years, right? 13, boys and girls, 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17 year olds. And Please let me tell you, me. we had a lot of trouble, something. We had a lot of teens back those days. The mountains were, were really uh, uh, bursting during those days. Yes. Uh, to have 100 teens during the week, families didn't have kids, but they were also still with hundreds and hundreds of people visiting. And uh, so my job basically was me and my staff, I had a little staff. 
would organize activities for the, the group, uh, volleyball, basketball, shuffleboard, softball, mini golf, swimming, horseback riding, bowling, ice skating were some of the daytime activities. And we had, uh, we had a teenage lounge, which I ran called the Nuru Guru. <laughs> and every night we had a band and I was a big shot. I was the big shot. I was the head honcho of this place. And if they were putting my name up there, you'd see my name on a board there. I loved it. But after four, after four years, uh, those days came to an end and off to teaching for the next 40 years. <laughs> I did keep in touch with some of my staff. Everybody basically goes their own way. And maybe you have a few people who live still live nearby and you still socialize with them. But I, I was dealing with my people in the schools and uh, and I really did not um, socialize. I did not see the people. Spoke to them a few times immediately after, but as time went on, I lost contact with them. Um, Ten years ago, four of the closest staff mates I had got in touch with, uh, with each other and we had lunch one day in Manhattan. Uh, but this became a regular yearly event um, as the others couldn't do it more than once a year. I had people in California who flew in. I had people wow. in another state who flew in, who drove in just to have this lunch with us. Uh, that's four of the hundred staff members that I had during those days. Um let me, let me keep the music on the next page yet. Anyway, this past week, one of the sons of the bosses of the counselors, I might have been the head counselor, but I did have somebody over me. And the son of this fella, and I think this fella may be dead, but the son is still around. He was only 10 years old back in the early 70s. He found a chart his father wrote back in 1971 mentioning all the the counselors that he that he was with who you know who he was in charge of he, and he posted the names of all these people my name was not on the list <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how that can be you know <laughs> My a lot of my the cronies who I see every once a year, they're on the list. The list was yellow, or it's faded, but I was not on that list. Did I dream those four years? Or maybe I wasn't <laughs> maybe I wasn't a big shot. Maybe I was a little shot. <laughs> it wasn't as big as I thought. Nah. I don't know why I wasn't on that list, but I have to investigate. And I will. I did post something on Facebook. To see if some of the any old people remember me. Right, I'm right. still waiting. <laughs> so, what do you think? Could I ask a question, Mark? You, you may. Yeah. Was it there where you learned the game of graveyard? Because uh, we Yeah, we did all those games. We did all those games. We did all those games, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. They burst my bubble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna wait and see. It just happened yesterday, and I'm waiting for some of the people. Yeah, of course we remember you. But I'm telling you, <laughs> think that if you were in charge of something, and you were the big shot, the boss, 
and 40, 50 years later, no one remembers you. <laughs> what about those people who, who you're who you were boss of? Maybe they're trying to tell you something, Mark. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I in those days. I was a good boss. Even though I took double tips. <laughs> Two shares of the tips. Anyway, enough of that. Um you know what happens down the line if anyone gets in touch with me. Gerald, your sports personality of the week is Henry Hank Aaron, I believe. And you're sponsored with Hank. the leftover jars of applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. As long as they don't have salmonella, it's okay. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so, so my biography this week is on Henry Lewis Aaron, better known as Hank Aaron. I'll just go over briefly some of the highlights of his career and then give you some background. He won the batting championship two times. Four times he led the National League in home runs, four times in RBIs, 25 times All-Star. And he also holds some records for a career, including extra base hits, total bases, and also career RBIs. Uh, Hank Aaron was an excellent ball player, had very quick wrists, uh, he had a philosophy that no one could throw the fastball by me, so therefore I'll always look to the curveball, and he learned to hit the wolf fields. Uh, at the age of 15, in 1949, he had an unsuccessful tryout with the Brooklyn Dodgers. Hank, and, and Hank Aaron and Mickey Mantle both uh, uh, would bat cross-handed. And that, that uh, uh, situation was corrected by their instructors. Andy Pafko of the Braves said that you'll see a Hank Aaron once in every 100 years. In addition, Mickey Mantle said that Hank Aaron was the best player of his generation. Hank quit high school in 1952, 19, his high school did not have a baseball team. He played semi-pro ball. He quit high school in 1952, joined the Indianapolis Clowns of the Negro Leagues. He played very, very well. In, in November of 1952, John Quinn, general manager of the Milwaukee Braves, or the Braves, bought his contract for $10,000, he felt he actually bought a $100,000 property. He was in the Brave system in 1953. And in the first year of the Braves being in Milwaukee, he joined the club in 1954. A, a roster uh, spot opened because Bobby Thompson of 1951 fame mm. broke his ankle. And that gave Hank an opportunity to play uh, for the big team. Uh, initially, he was an infielder. He did play some outfield. He played second base in the minor leagues, and it was decided that he really didn't have the skill set to, to be a successful second baseman, so they switched him to the outfield. It always looked like he was lazy and aloof, but in fact, he was an extremely graceful player. 
I, I can picture him going after fly balls right now. Um, a couple of other things. He, he was interviewed by Bob Costas. I thought this was kind of funny. Bob said to him, you know, Hank, you always look so skinny. You were able to maintain your weight between 170 and 180. And he said, Bob, that was probably because of malnutrition for what they paid us in those days. Mm-hmm. Um, and and again, I just want to reiterate, a, a five-tool player, if there ever was one, unbelievable skills, lifetime batting average, 305, uh, and I'm not sure we'll ever see a player who has all those skills uh, and uh, had a great 23-year major league career. I think that in itself is incredible. Uh, one other thing, uh, he was paid $50 more than what the Giants offered him. If the Giants offered him $50 a month more, he would have been playing next to Willie Mays, and that never happened. And that's why he became a Brave. And that concludes my report on Henry Lewis Aaron. Who would like to uh, comment on that report? By the way, you were under five, under five minutes. Good for you. I, I have a stopwatch that I'm using. I know. I know. Larry. Yes. Um... It's interesting. It, 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 of course, he had 755 home runs, but he never hit 50 home runs in, in any year. 48. Yeah. 48 he was he was a very steady player. Four to, and, and this is kind of interesting. Four times he hit his number, 44. 44 home runs, four years. But he was a steady player. You, he wouldn't hit 55 home runs. Always in the 30s and 40s. Very consistent. In, the, in his first year, I remember he, he had 13 home runs. But after that, it was onward and upward. All right, Mike? Michael? Yeah. I also recall he hit his big home run off of Al Downing. Yes. And what I recall about Al Downing is that uh, he had almost the exact same motion as Sandy Koufax, if you remember. But uh, mm-hmm. my question to Jerry mm-hmm. is, how did he do in the World Series against the Yankees in 57 and 58? Mike, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm going to tell you something. If you look at his postseason stats off the charts, off the charts, do you want me to look it up right now? Off the I think charts. he did very well against the Yankees in Hello. 57 yeah. 58. But I don't know if he was the star. Like, the video. Maybe, I think maybe Eddie Matthews or Joe Atcock was the star of those. It could be, certainly Yeah, I didn't look. Yeah. Um, Joe, think of think. Of, yeah, I'm just so you mentioned that he had a try with the Brooklyn Dodgers in 1949. I'm just imagining what it would have been like had he made it to the Dodgers. Well, that would have been amazing, Joe. And Joe, I know it would have been unbelievable. We all know, Joe, that the youngest player, and this was kind of a publicity stunt, the youngest player ever to play in the major leagues was Joe Nuxall. Right. So that would have been amazing if he made it to, yeah. to, to the big leagues then. That would have been incredible. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I, I never knew that. But that would have been absolutely – I can't conceive of what that would have been like had he made it with the Dodgers. Could you imagine? And they, always, and they were always short one outfielder, especially after they traded Pafco. So, could you imagine wow. if, he, if he played next to Willie Mays? Yeah, that too. 
Think hmm. about how lucky we all are. We saw Aaron, Mays, yep. and Mantle. And Ted Williams and Stan Musial. And well, some of you guys saw it. And Snyder. Williams at the and end Duke of his Snyder. career. Duke Snyder. Yeah, yeah. I, went, I was going to put him in the Aaron Duke. class, though. All right, Wayne has a comment. Yeah, Joe, Joe, he, he wasn't quite at that level, but he was good enough, Snyder. You know, Joe, if you were a Brooklyn Dodger Joe, fan, he was he was pretty damn good. Joe, you said something about it would have been something if Aaron played for the Dodgers. You do know that the Dodgers have Roberto Clemente in their farm system. Yes, I know that. Yes. That I knew. And I would have imagined an outfield of Snyder, Aaron, and Clemente. Yeah. And the reason they didn't retain Clemente is I think I think they were at their quota, Wayne, if you know what I mean. I think they didn't they didn't they didn't protect him. And Brand Rickey went to the Pirates. And Brand right. Rickey knew that he was going to draft him yeah. out of Montreal. Montreal couldn't protect him. So we sent Clyde Sukforth up there. And then uh, the next year there, they, they pulled Clemente off Montreal. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Well, as a matter of fact, in, his, in, in Hank Aaron's postseason hitting, he batted 362 on a composite basis, 16 wow. at-bats, six home runs, 16 RBIs. Mm. Uh, Larry and then Roger and then Milton. I must bring up the story I gave before about Yogi Berra and uh, and Aaron in the 1957 World Series. <clears throat> Yogi Berra said to Aaron as he stepped up to the plate, you need to turn your bat so you could read the label. <laughs> and then Aaron hit a home run, came around the bases, and as as he crossed home plate, he said he said to Yogi, I didn't come up here to read. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Funny. Yeah. Roger. It's it's interesting. As, as consistent and as great a player as he was, he really was kind of under the radar until he got yes. close to Babe Ruth's record. Mm. You know, and then you know all the hate mail and all you know all that kind yeah. of crazy uh -huh. stuff. So uh, yeah. Well, he, whereas Mays, you know, started in New York before he went out to San Francisco, and obviously the Mets got him at the end. But yeah, Aaron was Milwaukee, Atlanta, and yes. just you know, it was almost like invisible, which was amazing. Yeah. The yeah. numbers that he put up. Now, who are you picking one or two uh, if, if it's uh, Mays and Aaron and you're the captain and Mays. you're picking, you're picking Mays, Mays. 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 Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> third, third, fourth at the middle. It's a fun job, right? Anybody else want to come in? All right there, uh, Jeff. Uh, just a quick question. Jerry, how many golden gloves did Aaron win? <laughs> I know that. Hold on one second. Uh, you may have said it. I missed it. I don't. I I don't have it in front of me. I think he had four golden gloves. I'll look it up for you, for you Jeff. That's okay. You don't have to. It's okay. okay. All right. Well, and Milton. Then we'll. Yeah, I just want to tell you, I was playing softball in those days, and I tried to copy his swing with the wrist. I used to wrist the ball when I, and you, you know, it, it it worked. I was able to hit some pretty good shots. Not in baseball; it was softball. But he, I remember that's what he did. He had the fastest, didn't yeah. he? He wristed. He didn't swing the way a lot of these guys swing today. He and Ernie Banks. Remember when you were kids, right? To imitate all the the big shot players and yeah. batting stance, you know. Absolutely. Who am I? You know what I mean? You, you played that game. <laughs> Can't do that anymore. I saw, I saw that on uh, recently on Instagram. There was one guy who was doing all the, uh, was doing it again. I thought it was really cool. That was Jeff, really cool. Jeff, three three gold glove awards, 1958 to 1960. Sorry. 
All right, Thank let us move on. Uh, Dave, got some. Go ahead, Dave. Here's a quote from Hank Aaron. Oops. It took me 17 years to get 3,000 hits in baseball. It took one afternoon on the golf course. You <laughs> <laughs> all play golf. All right, good job on uh, Mr. Henry Aaron. Uh, I call him Hank. You guys call him Hank? Never in Hank, Mark. Hank. Hank. Yeah, Hank. Didn't like, he didn't like the name Hank. He liked being called Henry. 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 All right, Milton, you name that tune. What do you got uh, for us this week? I, this was a big hit, 1978. The woman part of this duo was in Happy Days on the show from 77 to 79. Our love is alive. Oh. And so we begin. Foolishly laying our hearts on the table, stumbling in. Our love is a flame. Okay, 1978. Who was it? In. Who knows? But I think I know. Anyone else want to guess? No, I don't think I do. Lucy Quattro. Yes. Yeah. And who was the guy? Oh, there was a guy there too? Yeah. Yeah, the duet. Duet. She was in Happy Days. That might have been. Let the Tuscadero. Chris Norman. Yes, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I, I hope you liked it. I'm trying... in happy days. She was. I'll have another song for you at the end of the Hello. session. All right. All right. Let us move on. Um, thank you, Milton, like usual. I just found two uh, unusual names for the beep beep section of the show. Uh, Billy Kosh. C-O-S-H. Anyone know who Billy Kosh is? Never heard it's of short him. for kosher. No, but he's, <laughs> he's the new Stony Brook University uh, football coach. Billy Kosh. I thought Kosh. I never seen that name before. Heard of Kosh, C O C H, but not not C O S H. Kosh with Lewis. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I can't pronounce the first name. T E A I R. T air. T hair or tear. His last name is Tart. T Air Tart. T Air. T Air Tart. Anyone know who he is? No. Okay. He's a former former Tennessee Titans nose tackle, recently waived due to his attitude and effort. <laughs> but that was an unusual name. Tahir Tart. I've never seen that name before. All right. Today's December 21st. This day in sports, some of this you'll remember, some of this you don't give a hoot. But anyway, 1891, <laughs> basketball was played for the first time at the International YMCA Training School in Springfield, Massachusetts. And who is the person who is known for developing the game? James Naismith. Dr. James Naismith. Who was a Canadian oh. phys ed teacher. 
He developed a game to keep his students active during the winter months. And the first game he ever played, he played with 18 kids. I guess nine on nine. I guess. I guess. In 1918, Boston Our Red Sox played. Boston Red. What was that? Final score of that game was one nothing. There's no one knew what the hell to do. <laughs> How high was the basket? With the peach, the peach box, right? Uh, Boston Red Sox trade Dutch Leonard, Ernie Shaw, Duffy Lewis to the Yankees for Ray Caldwell, Slim Love. That's a good one. Slim Lump, Frank Gul Gilhui, and Al Walters, and gave them fifteen thousand dollars, which I guess was a lot of money back in nineteen eighteen. In 1937, hockey, Chicago Blackhawks, left wing, Paul Thompson becomes the first player in the NHL history to score a goal against his brother, Cecil Thompson of the Boston Bruins. There must have been some topic at dinner that night, right? Or maybe they got they, they've had a fight. I don't know. 1941, Chicago Bears kicker, name is Ray McLean makes the last drop kick for an extra point. Mm. Remember the drop kick? Mm -hmm. Yep. You guys ever try that as a kid? Yeah. Yes. I heard about it. I never tried it. Yeah. Touch football. Yeah, just after the ball hit, just as the ball hits the ground, you got to kick it. Uh, In 1941, NFL, the Bears beat the New York Giants 37-9. To become the first team since 1933 to win consecutive titles and their fifth overall. In 1948, NFL draft, the Eagles select Chuck Bednarik. Remember him? Ask Frank Gifford. And, yeah. <laughs> and he was, uh, what school did he go to? You guys, University of Pennsylvania. You got the points right there. In 1959, Tom Landry accepts the coaching job with the Cowboys. From 1959, he stays till 1988. You do the math how long he was there. Um, 1969, Vince Lombardi. 1969, Vince Lombardi of the Washington Redskins. Coaches his last game, a twenty to ten loss to the Cowboys, for a seven five and two uh, season record, and overall he's one hundred five, thirty five and six for his career. Amazing! All those years he was coaching, all the teams he was winning with, all the championships, and he only had one hundred and five wins. Uh, well, things a seasons, Mark. I know. I understand that. <laughs> yeah. Not that many oh, we, we forget that sometimes. Uh, in 1975, the Boston Sabres set a NHL record of 40 points scored beating the Washington Capitals. Buffalo Sabres. The Buffalo Sabres. What did I say? Boston. The Buffalo Sabres uh, beat the Washington Capitals 14-2, to and with all the goals and the assists, it totaled 40 points. How about that? Uh, let's see. In 1979, again hockey. Gary Unger streak of 914 consecutive games ends, as as Atlanta Flames, which became I guess the Calgary Flames, lose to the St. Louis Blues, as he is benched <laughs> by the coach Al McNeil. His streak was broken later by Doug Jarvis uh, later on. 
1980, Harold Carmichael, and what a receiver he was with the Eagles. Mm, Eagles. Uh, 6'10". He had a 127 consecutive game reception streak and it ended on this day. Uh, in 81, college basketball, Cincinnati, what's their, what was their nickname? Cincinnati, Bearcats, Bearcats beat the Bradley, what are the Bradley? Braves. Braves. Can they still say Braves? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, they beat them 75 to 73 in seven overtimes. I would have been home already and um, in this. By halftime. Now, this is something I wasn't didn't remember. 1983, the NCAA rules rescinded the last two minutes of men's basketball free throw rule. Anyone know what the rule was? There was a rule change. Okay, I don't know either. <laughs> but if any of you ever uh, picked this up, let us know. Um, in 1984, Brigham Young beats Michigan in the Holiday Bowl to remain undefeated and secure their first ever NCAA Division I football title. I forgot they uh, won a Division one title. Brigham Young. Remember those days? All the quarterbacks they had? Steve Young. Was Steve Young there in 84? Was he before 84? I think it was before 84. You're McMahon, too. McMahon, yeah. Some one of those big shots were there. And Zach Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> no, Zach, Zach Wilson didn't go to Brigham Young. Didn't he? No? I don't think yeah, so. He did. I think he did. Okay. Uh, okay. In 1995, the Giants, baseball Giants, announced plans to build a new stadium to open in 2000. Of course, that's the the one they're in now. And the Miller applauds. One of the greatest players in 1997 football, Barry Sanders, becomes the third player to rush for 2,000 yards. 2,000 yards. Barry Sanders, Hall of Famer. Okay. Let's move on. We have sports stories by Larry. And today you're sponsored by the color blue. <clears throat> what okay. you got? My story this week is entitled Already Artificial Intelligence is Used in Professional Sports. Oh. As you know, artificial intelligence or AI is the ability of a digital computer to perform tasks commonly associated with intelligent beings. The data fed into the computer is concerned with the intellectual characteristics of humans, such as the ability to reason, discover meaning, generalize material, or learn from past experience. But AI applications are very expensive to develop and maintain. However, its major claim to fame is bringing information to the fore in real time that humans cannot. Here are five AI applications to sports. First, in MLB, according to John Henry, the principal owner of the Boston Red Sox, quote, AI has revolutionized the way we approach performance analysis and player development. It's been a game changer for us. Second, in the NFL, AI is helping the NFL transform player health and safety. The NFL is working with Amazon Web Services 
to use AI to build a virtual representation of an NFL player that can be used to better predict and eventually prevent player injuries. <clears throat> Third, in tennis, tennis coaches now use AI to improve game performance. To accomplish this, it spots important play, playing patterns that a human would never be able to see. Fourth, in car racing, NASCAR is heavily invested in AI to prevent crashes and deaths. For example, Ford partnered with Argo Artificial Intelligence to predict a potential crash and to quickly override the driver's actions with pre-installed security measures. Fifth and finally in hockey, the National Hockey League is using artificial intelligence to help fans with buying tickets, with parking information, and with seeing important player achievements. All of these AI sports applications seem useful, but MLB star Mike Trout is concerned that AI can be overdone. Quote, I'm a bit concerned that AI could take the fun out of the game and make it feel too robotic. Mm. It's important to strike a balance, yes. improving our performance with AI and preserving the human element of the game. Agreed. That completes my story for this week. Anybody want to pick up on that, uh, Mike? Yeah, I just want to mention, when he's talking about the racing, one of the best movies I've seen in a long time is Gran Turismo. Uh, it's about a kid who is very, very proficient with video games, with, with auto racing video games. And as an experiment, they wanted to try to uh, try him out as a regular racer in uh, auto racing. And he was very successful and he, and he mm -hmm. won uh, big races. So uh, there, there you go with AI uh, being successful in a sport. Mm. Okay. Hey, buddy, uh, Gerald. Good story, this by is, the way. This is just a joke. Since human intelligence hasn't helped the Jets too much, would AI help? <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Anybody else? You mean, you mean Alan Iverson? Yeah. <laughs> There's your AI. All right. Uh, the question. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Larry, for that report. And we look forward to your report next week. Uh, the Roger Hotwire report. I hear an echo. I hear an echo. <laughs> hot Rye Report, sponsored this week by, remember the old subway tokens? Still have sure. one. Still have one, yeah? Yeah, yeah, big one. They've also got the little ones. It's changed over time. It's over the time. Well, a subway token is, that's yes. who's sponsoring you. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> uh, let's see. The Dodgers, the big, again, the big story, uh, acquired that Tyler Glasnow and... Uh, Manuel Margot from the, uh, the the Rays, and plus I got four million bucks too. Um, and they gave up young starter Ryan Pepito, or is that his name? Pepe, Pepe, like that. And outfielder Johnny DeLuca. Uh, last now, then after that, signed a five extension, five year, hundred thirty six point five million dollar contract. I mean, he hasn't been that. It seems like he has potential. He hasn't been great, but I guess you know they're. Thinking, you know, they've got some injuries in their rotation and stuff. So, uh, 
I guess they got to do something for, for Tampa Bay. It was the usual payroll savings. They saved about 33 million in payroll by doing this. And they got a little younger, you know, uh, uh, Pepiot is 26 and DeLuca's 25 versus Margot's 29 and Glasnow's 30. It sounds like the usual uh, raise, you know, yep. savings there. Um, Margot had a terrible eight year last year. Yeah. Glasnow would have cost 25 million payroll hit. Um, Margot would have been 12. So that's 37 less, you know, the four they kicked in. So that was the, the net of 33 there. So that's that's how they work things. <laughs> but uh, interesting. Um like, you know, if they got pitching pitching issues. Other other than that, I mean, the Dodgers look pretty strong. So we'll see what happens. Um, Tigers signed right hand pitcher Jack Flaherty, one year, fourteen million dollars. Uh, the Yankees didn't do anything too interesting. Um, Royals signed pitcher Michael Waka, two years, thirty two yeah. million. He's kind of bounced around a lot. Yeah, one in the tooth. Yeah, and as we know, uh, Mad Max and the uh, the Rangers is out at least until June after back surgery. Mets fans are vindicated. Yeah, uh, Braves acquired uh, infielder Matt Carpenter from the Padres. Left-hand pitcher Ray Kerr and Thank Cash you. from minor league outfielder Drew Campbell, and then they released Carpenter. Supposedly they were going to try to trade him or something, but again, some more payroll moving around stuff. Um, yeah, he apparently had he had signed a two-year deal that he exercised his 2024 20, contract for five point five million. So I think that factored in, and you know they got some money back, so about a million and a half. So that offset some of that. Uh, the Diamondbacks signed outfielder Lords Guriel Jr. three years, forty-two million, includes a club option for a fourth season, and an opt-out clause after two years. He had that, you know, did very well in the World Series, so that. Should be interesting there. Uh, let's see. I think that was about it, Mark. Not too much else. I'm not going to jump on any of the Mets stuff. I'll let Joe if he wants to cover that. And the Yankees just had some minors. The White Sox, they got. And you mentioned the, the Dodgers and the pitching. I read something today, or it might have been yesterday, that the Dodgers have not uh, re-signed Kershaw yet, and the Rangers are really hot for him. Hmm. Yeah. They don't have enough injured starters, Mark. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Brown and Scherzer. Brown I mean, and Scherzer need company. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> on the disabled list, I guess. They got a couple of so guys. Gerald, you go first. need the money for Yamamoto. I just wanted to make two comments, Roger. Number one, are you saying that Matt Scherzer surprisingly – uh, decided to exercise his option to play this year. He could have exercised his option not to play. <laughs> Make any difference? Second, second Forty-three thing. million reasons to do it. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's thing is, Second thing yeah. is Roger. Are you familiar with the the math involved in uh, the Otani contract? You know, the present value is thought to be about four hundred sixty million. So, if the present value is four hundred sixty million. The question I have, and I've been trying to research this, my brother and I, how is the uh, the luxury tax impacted? Is it forty six million per year for each of the first ten years, Doesn't or the make any ten sense. years? The whole thing has been debunked in several places, Gerald. <laughs> the, the, the actual present value is about half of the seven hundred million. Right, but how how is the luxury tax impacted? Is it is it the uh, uh, equally, the first ten years of the contract or the back ten years. Daryl, it makes no sense to me. The whole thing. Yeah. I don't know the answer. <laughs> or me, or me. 
Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing uh, brings to mind from Roger's report, uh, Matt Carpenter, what an anomaly, because when he was going strong on the Yankees, I mean, he came to the Yankees out of the blue, and all of a sudden, he was as good a right-handed hitter you'd ever want to see in the Yankees. Then he, and he was lefty. struggling he's, for a while before he came to the Yankees. He's a lefty. And then he lefty gets man. hurt, never to be the same again. Right, after he got hurt. Right. Yeah, like 38 now. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, when you're older, you, you get hurt. It takes a long while to yeah, get no, back right. to normal. Or you never get back to normal. No, he seemed to have the right stroke for that short porch there. Yeah, that, yeah, that was yeah. wild. And he was never yeah. a home run hitter. Not, not particularly. It was one no. season I think the Cardinals he hit over like we had like thirty five home runs or something. But yeah, right. one yeah. year. Yeah, more of an you know, average guy though. You maybe know, he had the, the ball was juiced. Maybe. Uh, Anybody else want to comment on Rogers' report? Gerald, you still talking to what? No, no, no. I saw the hand, the claw. No, I was sorry. <laughs> the Von Eric claw. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Roger. If I ever get back to you for the other sports, let me, you know, barge in. Tell me, because I was forgetting. All right. Uh, Michael, Jets and Yankees report sponsored by, are you a picky eater? <laughs> all right. That's well, me. the first thing I just wanted to say that all of my family know that I, what I do on, on the Mark Sports Talk. So for Hanukkah, they bought me this book of football history of the New York Jets from the, the Daily News, and it starts with Al Doro's first game mm. with the New York Titans, and it goes on to you know all the greatness with na you know name names coming up and the Super Bowl years, and it goes on and on you know, uh, and, it, and the last page of course is the uh, Mike White game beating uh, Cincinnati, but uh, what, what a great uh, coffee table book, the uh, history of the Jets. In uh, the New York papers, uh, in Daily News, a real tearjerker. How, 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 how about a history of the no. Super Bowls? Right, <laughs> but just, just a, experience one of the greatest anomalies, maybe in, in football history, with uh, the two quarterbacks on the Giants and the Jets being the players of the week. And mm. uh, you know, consider, considering that tra travails, it's incredible what happened. But I really want to begin re my report with the last paragraph of a Steve Serby uh, article after this past Sunday's Jet game. And he goes, some men see things as they are and say, why? I dream things that never were and say, why not? Which is what George Bernard Shaw and Robert Kennedy said. Right. Good for Aaron Rodgers for dreaming things that never were and saying, why not? But now it's time for him to come to grips with the reality and ask himself, why? Because... Mm. In all of my years of following the Jets, this is probably the worst and the most annoying season, but this particular weekend, if any other conditions were in existence for the Jets, Salah and Douglas and Wilson all would have been jettisoned from the team. And the reason why I'm saying that can... is the way they lost, in all honesty, playing a team that was struggling a little bit the Dolphins lost a real horrible game the week before. And here's a game where, and if you follow football, the Dolphins were are firmly entrenched in first place without a really major sense of urgency. The Jets were playing a game that if they lost, they're out of playoff contention. So you would think it would be a competitive game. But they lost 30 
to nothing, which really, really is a, is a puzzle why they didn't have any competitive competitiveness in that uh, in that particular game. And in other conditions, the coaches would have been jettisoned for sure. But the New York Jets have a slave driver and Douglas and Wilson and Salah are all enslaved by Aaron Rodgers. They're a very strange condition, and maybe in the history of football. And that's why these three guys are going to be playing uh, and being involved with the team next week. Very, very bizarre, and that's the condition of the Jets. And as far as the Yankees, all I have to say is three things. Yamamoto, hopefully he comes. Jeter Downs, they just got him. All right? And Bernie Williams, they're going to consider him maybe in the broadcast booth. But other than that, there hasn't been much about the Yankees. So that's my report. Okay, anybody? Uh, Wayne, go ahead. Yeah, Mike, I just want to disagree with one thing you said, that the Dolphins do have urgency. Uh, they're battling for that, that what do you call it, the, that bye, the bye week uh, with, the, with the Ravens and uh, Kansas City is, is uh, uh, sneaking up. So they, they do have urgency. I think they All have right. a big game this week, don't they, the Dolphins? Yes, yes. Who are they playing this week? I don't know if that's a big game somewhere. I think they're playing – oh, my God, who are they playing? No, you're right. Who are they playing? Hmm. Taking a second. Ravens? Ravens? Maybe the Ravens. Who's that, Mike? Oh, no, no, I think it's, it's – um, it could be Miami's playing Dallas. Oh, Dallas. Okay, thanks. Right. Yeah. But uh, you got to admit that game should have been competitive. In all intents, considering what's been happening, I mean, Zach Wilson is capable of playing a good game. No, what not. happened? No, he's not. What happened? No, he's not. He's terrible. Give it up. He's terrible. Got to protect right. him, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Got to protect the quarterback. Got to protect him. I know. Thank you, Roger. <laughs> hey, Brigham Young is correct. I did check on that. I still took that. All right. Anybody else want to comment on that report? All right, let's move on. All right, uh, Joe, your Met Moments. Mm. Uh, Joe from New Jersey. And by the way, you sponsored this this week by Air Vents. <laughs> I have three of them, four of them. Okay. So the Jet, the Mets made a, a trade. They had gotten a, a pitcher, a minor league pitcher, when they traded uh, Escobar last year to the Angels. They flipped him to the uh, – Brewers for two players, one pitcher, one uh, position player. No, I don't know the names off the top of my head. So, not a, you know, they got a starter, middle of the rotation starter, possibly. Um, again, like uh, like Michael, we're waiting on Yamamoto. He went to a uh, had dinner at Steve Cohen's house. They met a second time. So uh, now it looks as if he may not make a decision until after the new year. Yeah, around that time. I think he's got till January 4th. That's May, right. Yes, that's right? correct. Yeah. Otherwise, he goes back to uh, Japanese baseball. So it won't be too I long. I wonder if that'll happen. Wow. <laughs> Can you imagine that happen? I can't see that. It could happen. No, I don't I don't think it will, though. Unless Money's there. Have, just have to pick a team. I guess they'd have to offer him uh, $300 million. Or Mets whatever. don't get him. I wouldn't mind if that does happen. <laughs> no, no, Joe, the, the, the Phillies are players probably now. Won't be the case. No. Wishful thinking on my oh. part. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying. I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know what'll happen. I don't know who's going to get yeah, him. I wouldn't put it past the Phillies. Dombrowski usually gets what he oh. wants. Dodgers as well. He doesn't mess around. Yeah, yeah. rotation could happen. Yeah. 
You know, he didn't. I, I was thinking, you know, the difference between the Phillies and the Mets is that the Mets are just putzing around with uh, with Pete Alonso and and uh, Dombrowski just uh, resigned Aaron Nola with uh, you know no sweat, no anything, no crying, no anything. Just got him, right? You know. So I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Otherwise, it's just they're uh, you know they signed uh, they've signing a whole bunch of relievers. I don't know. If any of them will pan out, would that won't play? Yeah. Obviously, won't have won't know anything until the season starts. Yeah. So uh, it's Yamamoto or bust at this point. I don't know. It seems I was going to say that doesn't yeah, seem to be a bust. plan B, and that's it. I have nothing else to say. Right. Nothing else going on. They're, uh, you never have enough pitching. <laughs> so they're playing. Uh, right. No, that's very true. Yeah. Pull this one, on this one up. That guy was Adrian Hauser. That's the one. Okay. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't bad, bad last year. The four point something ERA. It's like, okay, that great. It's okay. Tyrone Taylor was the outfielder. Yeah, yeah. Right. That, that yeah. guy has oh, a record. He's got 508 games in a row without an error. But he's played uh, 508 professional games. Player, but not necessarily a great hitter. That's typical yeah. Mets. Yeah. All right. Yep. A couple of people want to comment. Uh, we'll go with uh, Gerald and Michael. Joe, I, I, I don't recall. What is the posting fee for Yamamoto to come to, to the States? I, I I don't know what it is. A billion dollars. Off the top of my head. I don't remember. For, for Otani, it was $40 million, by the way. Okay. Probably comparable. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it is. It's Trump change for a guy yeah. like Cohen, you know? Yeah. yeah. Michael? Yeah. I, I just have a question for Mets fans. When you think of... Uh, 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 Cone, he goes to to Japan and he meets with Yamamoto, and then they come back to the states. And I understand that Cone invited Yamamoto to his home, his place yes. of home in Connecticut. Saturday, and dying him there. Are Mets fans beginning to think that Steve Cone is not the cash meow as <laughs> an owner, considering that that they talk in terms of maybe a couple of year plan before they're going to get good and stuff like that. Is our Mets fans starting to think twice about uh, how great it is to have Cohen as the owner? That's my no, question. I'm not. No. He likes sushi. Uh, Mark, why not? I, no, I, I like him. Yeah, me too. I like uh, him. Is his you know, home, home in Connecticut? I thought his home is Great Neck. Connecticut. No, he got some Great Neck, but oh, I think he lives in Connecticut right? along with every other fund. Uh, like, just like Gary Cohen, the other Cohen. Greenwich, yeah. Connecticut, which is Greenwich, yeah, that's the top place. Yeah, uh, get ahead there, Gerald. I think Cohen is trying to build an organization which which the Wilpons never had. Play development, scouting, yeah, trying to get an organization together where they produce uh, homegrown products, uh, and it takes time. You can't do it in in in, uh, in a year or two. It may take five years to to get the things rolling. So I have full faith in Steve Cohen. Hopefully this will Jerry, work. how old are you going to be in five years? Too old. <laughs> All of us. All right. Thank you for that uh, report there <laughs> and comments. And Fred, if you could hear us. Yeah, all right. Hey, the Giants, the Giants report is sponsored by Old right. Sneakers. Old Sneakers. That's what I have. Okay. Giants report. Very, very disappointing game Sunday. Maybe I was too over optimistic, but I with my playoff scenarios, what they could do, but they just came out totally flat. New Orleans, the, the offensive line again was terrible. They didn't give DeVito enough time to throw. 
Gotcha. Defense didn't make any plays. And now you can just let's move on to next season because then they're not making even though they're still mathematically you know still in this, it's not gonna happen. And then we'll we'll have to see. And I'm I'm just wondering what giant fans are gonna think of if how they're gonna feel if if what if um Jones says he, you know, in his rehab he's ready to come back and take take place of a starting quarterback, or are they gonna have a, a quarterback competition in the in the spring? Seems or, like, or if they're even going to draft the quarterback, I'm like, you know, it's still up in the air. I mean, I mean, Devito, you know, it was interesting. It was on the paper the other day. Devito was going to come go back to Illinois for his seventh year. Apparently, you could do that. The big, the Big Ten upset it was okay, but the NCAA said no. But he was, he, he really wasn't thinking much about the NFL. Hmm. And so now they play the Eagles this Sunday, and the Eagles, as we know, all know, lost. Three in a row, but still have a lot to play for because they want to get the obviously the, the buy in the winning the division. I, I can't see it being a uh, an, an an optimistic game for the Giants. Probably lose something like 35-14. No, he just needs more tomato sauce on the cutlet. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> it's no longer cutlet. She's eggplant uh, now. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they got the Giants two out of the next few weeks, right? I'm sorry, what? The Eagles and the Giants, two out of the, yeah, they, three weeks. The, the, the next three games are Eagles, Rams, and then the Eagles again. And that's the season. That's crazy. And if, if there's a quarterback controversy next year, the Giants are in deep due. Tommy DeVito is a, is a nice story. He's not a cha- He's not a, a real pro NFL quarterback. Jeremy he's fine, Lynn. but he's not. He's Let's not see what he does room. this weekend. You know what I mean? Well, last week was a stinker. He could be a good yeah. backup. A good backup. That's about it. Let's see what happens first. Let's yeah. see what happens. Joe? Wayne, what about the quarterback for Cincinnati? Is he a real NFL quarterback? Joe Morris? Well, he had, he, had a, he had a very good pedigree coming out of college. He was, he was really good at the University of Washington, more so than DeVito was out of Syracuse, Illinois. You know, he was, you know. Uh, Joe, got to come in. I just forget, you guys are forgetting the week before DeVito – who uh, you know made a last minute uh, win? He came back, yeah, in the, the last minute or so. Yeah. I mean, he he had uh, no. You know, help you cause... don't. Uh, a lot of quarterbacks don't do that. So I don't <laughs> no, know. No. I I honestly think I honestly think the Giants should have the quarterback open for next year. That's what I think I, too. I, for one thing, I've never I've never been terribly impressed with Jones. I think Jones, you know, he runs pretty well right. to get out of trouble, but I've never been really impressed with him. But they, they, they gave him a contract. They gave him a big contract. Yeah, they did give him a contract, but only two years. I think only two years are guaranteed. Okay. Yes, forty right. million. And, and, yeah. and, the, and the Giants don't have a good history of quarterbacks coming out of Duke. You remember Dave Brown? Right. Oh yeah, another. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, there, so was, there was, I think there was a should... lot of controversy when they when they took him in the, with the sixth pick. I think that's right. You know, a lot of people never. It's not a football people. school, so. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Ter- I, I'm just not terribly impressed with Jones. I would throw it yes, open, yeah, well, but you know, football. what the hell do I know? See what happens. It, it just seemed to me like, especially in the uh, in the game that I know they only scored ten points in the games against the Patriots, but it seemed like they were doing more and going throwing the ball downfield yeah. to Hyatt and they get him more involved. And Robinson, they seem to they seem to play better. Quite a going, they were too crowded. But for Devito and Jones, I don't. 
Yeah, but again, like we're talking about the, protecting the quarterback, he was sacked, what, seven yeah. times, I think, Fred? Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm. that's insane. I mean, clearly the line's not doing its job. And the, thing is, the, the thing is, you know, I didn't read too much in the paper this oh, week. Wow. Like when they when he was sacked nine times in the in the Washington game, which they won, there was a lot of talk in the papers of, you know, some of the sacks were on him because he held the ball too long. I don't know. I didn't. I mean, I'm not that well versed in football, and I could tell that from watching the game that. on TV. But I didn't. But I didn't see a lot of that commentary in the in the in the papers. You know about about some of these sacks were his fault. No, I don't think so. This, this week. Okay. But that's what, Joe, you got one more comment? Yeah. Well, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, sometimes there's nobody open. <laughs> and there's yeah, nothing I, you can do. I, I, I thought I thought problem. that the, uh, the I thought the New Orleans defense was really, really good. I mean, they just yeah. they knew how know, to they get were the just, They were just a step ahead of the Giants. The Giants. The Giants yeah. and the Jets, especially the Jets, yeah. just weren't ready at all. Yeah. The Jets were just pathetic. I, I didn't see I mean, play the Jet game. So. They, didn't give, they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't give Wilson a chance on Sunday. I don't, you know. Oh, no, and Joe also, cool. David Carr played a good game on Sunday. Who? Carr, the De- quarterback. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Yes, he did. Yeah. Played a good game. He did. Yeah, he did. He could have been playing a game like that for the Jets. <laughs> I mean, it's all second half. I mean, yes. I mean, the Giants are only one point down at, at the at, at the half, but mm. you know, this totally yeah. outplayed the second half. Yep, yep. they play four quarters. Okay, that's right. Let, let us all move right. on. And, Please. Uh, Howie's not here for West Coast report. Mike is not here for DC and surrounding report. But Mike sent the report in. He asked me to read it, so let me go with this. Uh, This is Mike's DC and Surroundings report. I'm not going to tell you the sponsor. I'll hold it till next week. (laughs) Got to pick these sponsors. So he's a sponsor. So uh, let's see. So uh, first, he talks about the Commanders, the Washington Commanders. The Washington Post pro football (laughs) beat reporter ranks the Commanders number thirty-two. Out of thirty-two mm. NFL teams, so they're rating them the worst in in the uh, mm. NFL. They haven't been watching the Jets. They've been losing. They <laughs> yeah. have confidence in Sam Howell, but the coach Ron Rivera, who's still the coach, is going to start him again this week. And who are they playing? They're playing the the Jets. The Jets. Thanks so see what happens. No, 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 no. Well, Sam Howell will be an all-pro this week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. As far as the Wizards, he has, they actually won a game last week, and that's rare for them to win one game. He has that. Capitals been playing well, but close games. Uh, mostly doing great on defense and goaltending. Ovechkin st- still doesn't score goals. I think he has two or three for the season. Uh, but he's still an icon in D.C. Uh, University of Virginia got smashed by Memphis. Uh, this, I guess this is in basketball, and they dropped yeah. the top 25. And University of America, Maryland is ranked 35th of the best 2024 football recruit, recruiting class, uh, according to Rivals.com. And he says that's not cool for the Big Ten. Big Ten won't cut that, which means look for a nice losing season by the Maryland mm-hmm. Terrapins. 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 Great. Terps. Terps. All right, let's move on. 
We call this the Mark Gold Brief, sponsored by five gold rings. How about that for the mm -hmm. time, of, mm -hmm. time of the season? Oh, you're biased. No way. Oh, yeah. I could do it. Don't get the gold. No way. Do it. <laughs> what do you think about the Mets are like sniffing Justin Turner for third base? Go for it. I would yeah. say one, one year, year, year stop. One, one year stop gap. One year. Yep. You know, I don't know what they're waiting for. One right. Uh, the Yankees. One could also a good DH. Yeah. Yeah, he still can hit. Had a good season. Yeah. Yeah. For the Red Sox, I believe. DH, yeah. Uh, more Yankee stuff. They traded Billy McKinney. Yeah. He went to the, the Pirates for international yeah. pool signing money. Mark. And this uh, Jeter, Jeter Downs that Michael mentioned. Just the name, Jeter. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Right, that's Next press, but he's been bouncing around from the Red Sox, the Nationals. Yeah. The Phillies had him too. He, do he doesn't stay where he, uh, where he lands. Uh, let me see what else I have here. The Pirates re-signed Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah. Wow. Last year. He didn't say that, uh, Roger. He's yeah, still he around. Needs... I, didn't... I thought he was going to retire. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, he, needs... he, he, he wants to come back. He, he needs one home run for 300. Oh, oh, there you go. Uh, a couple of, uh, let's see, Shohei Otani. He signed for 70 times more. Then George Steinbrenner paid for the Yankees. Well, different stuff. Oh, that was 1973, Mark. I know. I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the Orioles signed a 30-year lease to continue in Camden Yards. Anybody go to a game in Camden Yards? Many I mean, times. I've been there. How is how is it? It's a good stadium. It's a little Yankee stadium. I'll give you another thumbs up, Rog. Yeah? Yeah. Like you know what's great about doing that on the way? You stop off at Starbucks with all the Yankee fans traveling to Camden Yards and you talk baseball. It's great. Uh, we go to the game. There was a death in baseball last week, and a lot of people read it, and you didn't have to mention it, but uh, Ken McKenzie. Oh, uh, wow. Mets, 89 yeah. years old, the former Mets relief pitcher. Yeah. Posted a five-win, four-loss record in 1962. He was the oh, only pitcher him. above 500. He was eight and five for his career as a Met. Oh, listen to this. He was eight and ten in his career as a pitcher. So th he was eight and five for the Mets. He was eight and mm. ten for his career. So he's zero and five somewhere decision. else. Zero and five elsewhere, and he right. had more than two seasons. I mean, like, uh, let's see. Uh, he was with the Mets for uh, sixty-two and sixty-three. Cardinals 63, Giants 64, Astros 65, and before the Mets, he was with the Braves for 60 and 61. Okay. After his playing career, he coached Yale. He went to Yale, I think. He went to Yale. He kind of went to Yale. Hmm. That's right. You're right. He was uh, he was 19 and 6 in three varsity seasons at Yale. No, this as a coach. And uh, he was 6 and 0 versus Harvard. Harvard. He was born in Canada. Gore Pay. Gore, Gore Bay, Ontario. Oh, Ontario. Okay, that's where we go. So, rest in peace. Eighty-nine years old. All right, you got football stuff, Roger. Remembered? Hey, thanks, Mark. Not not too much, but a couple of. What have you got in football and off the line? Little blips. Uh, my Raiders uh, set a franchise record: sixty-three points against the. Uh, 
the Chargers just kind of disappeared. I mean, I, I I was shocked on that. And then Howie was right. He knew the coach was going <laughs> after that one. So, Oh, boy. Brandon, that, uh, Brendan Staley got canned, and the GM, Tom Telesco, who'd been there for 10 years, got canned also. So, yeah. Yeah, they would look – I mean, my Raiders aren't good, but the Chargers were just horrendous. I mean, that was – I mean, I'll take the win, but that was that was pathetic. I mean, mm. I mean, granted, their starting quarterback's not – you know, all these games are like it's all backups playing against each other. I mean, it's it's crazy. So all the quarterbacks are getting – Yeah, well, that's, that's the re- most of the rest of the report, all the injuries. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, the, uh, the Eagles uh, promoted senior assistant Matt Patric- Patri- Patricia, who's going to call the defensive plays like we saw the other night. Um, from the sideline instead of the uh, defensive coordinator, uh, Sean Desay, I guess is the guy's name. Um, Jets, we talked about. Zach Wilson's got a concussion. Aaron Rodgers is not coming back. Um, Trevor Lawrence has a concussion on the Jaguars. The interesting thing with the Seahawks the other day, they made Geno Smith active, but he wasn't even dressed for the game. But Drew Locke, you know, played pretty well. Yeah, and the wide receiver on the Bengals, Jamar Chase, has a, is out with a shoulder injury and sounds pretty serious from what I've been reading. It might be a couple of weeks. Yeah. Gerald. Roger, is uh, Mr. Rogers on the active list for the Jets? He is. He's on the active list, but he, he won't be playing. So he can practice. But I wonder what happens in yeah. number one and number I two. He, he actually Jimmy was on the practice and, uh, squad. No. So. Rip, Rippin are the one and two. What if they both get hurt? <laughs> they would have to designate him as the emergency quarterback. Which I guess they haven't done yet. Yeah, maybe they got someone else in the pipeline. Yeah. The Jets luck, it'll happen. I read that they activate him on the 53, not to play him, but so he could practice with the team. Right. I yeah, didn't realize if you're inactive, you can't even practice with the team? No, you can, but, but they have this 21-day window from – if you're on injured reserve, you can be what they call 21 days – you have to act if you if you don't activate them in 21 days, they can't practice with the regular team. They can only practice on the side wow. after 21 days. What a stupid rule! Wow. <laughs> and by the way, Roger is Tyreek Hill back on the uh, playable list or still injured? I haven't heard. I haven't heard that he's been activated yet. I haven't heard either. He's going to be ready. So he's to not, play. not going to reach 2,000 yards. That was the big thing to him to reach 2,000. Yeah, yards. he he, he set that goal. Yeah, it's a good goal. But the Giants lost their their kicker, Randy Bullock. This yeah. Game. He's out. Cade ham- York. Hamstring. Cade yeah. York is going to be kicking, I think, maybe the rest of the season. He, he was with the Browns earlier this year. Yeah, Cade York. And uh, is that all you have, Roger? Uh, one more thing, but Joe has his hand up first. Yeah. There we go. Oh, I did a, you mentioned Wilson going on uh, concussion protocol. Did you see yeah. the hit? Did you think the guy was a helmet to helmet hit? It looked like. Do you think he should have been um, kicked out of the game for it? I thought so. This is, this is, yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, that was an ugly hit when I saw it that. Was, I mean, yeah. it was nauseating. Yeah. yeah. Quarterbacks have been taking a pounding this year, boy. Yeah, but I mean, that that was just yeah. a terrible <laughs> hit. That, that, that was a bad hit. Was did, a bad. Did, did Did you see that? That his mother said that. And I think an Instagram post that the date that he didn't say anything until he developed blurred vision and um, yeah, de- death perception perception problems. Yeah, leave my boy alone. Also, <laughs> also the Jets' uh, defensive lineman Quentin Jefferson was put on injured reserve, and they signed Jalen Holmes to the roster. So, 
Good for him and his family. Oh, that'll that's that'll be the difference. That's the difference maker, right, Joe? Yep. <laughs> that's a page, nice paycheck. So this week there are games Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Uh, yeah. Lots oh, yeah. of games. You know, tonight the uh, New Orleans at the the Rams. They're both right, that's a... seven. I think they're still in the hunt for a playoff spot. Not a parody out there. I, th- I think New Orleans may be in first place with a tiebreaker. Amazing. Wow. Saturday's no, games. Uh, It seems to be a who cares on Saturday. The Bengals are playing Pittsburgh. They say they're both in the playoff hunt. They both have not been eliminated, but it's very close to teams being eliminated. Uh, Who cares about those teams? And Buffalo at the Chargers. Well, the Chargers are down with the new coach. That that game is only on Peacock. Thank God. Oh. <laughs> okay, better your peacock than my peacock. No, not mine. I, don't know how to do I beg your pardon. <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, the biggest game. Looking at the list over here, it looks like Dallas at Minnes- at at Miami. Miami, Miami. That should Jackson, be a good game. Miami's playing. Good game. And then on Monday, our Giants or your Giants or playing at Philadelphia, <laughs> Las Vegas, Kansas City, and then. Could be a Super Bowl preview. Baltimore at San Francisco. Mm. Is, is that Monday? Is that Monday night? That's Monday night, I believe. Mm. What a Christmas game. night, right? Christmas night. Yeah, night. Mm. So that should be interesting to watch, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, Lions backup quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. Remember Teddy Bridgewater? Yes. Never yeah, heard too much about him in recent years. Still on a back. It's a backup. He says he's going to retire at the end of the season. He hopes to coach high school afterwards. So good, for, good for him. He's been around. And he's been a lot of good years. A couple of good years. He got hurt. He hurt his yeah, leg. He, I think he, did, he, he destroyed his knee. That really yeah. ruined his career. He's a pretty uh, good. Go ahead. You want to say something? He was a pretty good quarterback, Bridgewater, before that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Football is such a brutal sport. Oh, yeah. uh, ex-giant Derek Wood oh, yeah. arrested yeah. on suspicion mm. of felony robbery in North Hollywood. He's 43 years old. No details to report. He played with the Giants in 04. He played with Ahmad Bradshaw and Brandon Jacobs. What were they called? The running back, yeah. He's a pretty good running back. Three-headed running backs. Yeah, yeah. Two of them were in the uh, Super Bowl. I don't remember three, him that well, but he was there. Oh, six? Yeah. Three amigos. Yeah. And then the Colts suspended two of their players, uh, punt returner Isaiah McKenzie and cornerback Tony Brown. The Colts suspended them for the remaining three games due to conduct detrimental to team. Uh-uh. What'd they do? Want to speculate? <laughs> <laughs> What did you do? Get out of here. You're not playing. So the bowl season began last weekend. Did any of you guys yes. watch any of the college bowls yet? Anybody yes. watch five minutes that you watched? No, my, my son and I have this thing that we've done it for the last couple of years. We just try to see it, a score in every game. So we either tape it or just, and as soon as somebody scores, we turn it off. I've seen a little bit of every game. And you watch the flies go up and down the walls too, right? So, uh, the avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl. I love that. Oh, yeah, it's uh, green. 
Isleta, I-S-L-E-T-A, the light Isleta, New Mexico Bowl. Yep. What these? These are real sponsors. The Cricket Celebration Bowl, or Cricket we know about, right? Who knows? Tonight is the Boca Raton Bowl, so Syracuse is playing in that one. Boca Raton Bowl. 80-year-olds are going to play. Oh, my God. These balls. The schools get money. Oh, yeah. yesterday, money. yesterday was the yesterday was the scooter coffee bowl. <laughs> no, uh, December twenty eighth is a pinstripe bowl. I would go if anybody wants to go. All right, all right. Right, I'm not gonna freeze my ball. Oh, the bad, oh, the bad boy Mo is pinstripe bowl. Yeah. Uh, Heisman Trophy winner Jaden Daniels will be skipping the Relia Quest mm-hmm. Bowl, uh, <laughs> as his LSU will be playing Wisconsin. He's prepared yeah. for the NFL draft. How about that? Good for him. Good for him, right? And Kent McCord, who was this was the mm-hmm. early season Ohio State quarterback, and then he, mm-hmm. someone else. No, he played all year for them. Carl McCord right. played all year for Ohio yeah. State. He's transferring to Syracuse next year. <laughs> Must be a family issue. I think he's from that area, or pretty close to that area. Uh, Tyler Buckner who started his college career with Notre Dame. He was a starter in 2022, last year. Then transferred to Alabama. He thought he would take over there as he followed his offensive uh, coordinator to Alabama. Mm-hmm. And he was back up this season in Alabama to Jalen Milrow, who became a star, and Ty Simpson. I don't think he ever played. Now he plans to go back to Notre Dame and play lacrosse next season and get his degree. I believe what what he okay. how easy is getting a college through the bowl season. And for those people who went to Cortland, anybody go to Cortland? No, somebody did. They won the NCAA Division Three championship in football. They beat North Central University, which is in Minneapolis, Minnesota. They won 38-37 with eight players. From Long Island, but that was cool. Start, yeah. Uh, let's talk basketball, Fred. You had you don't see uh, it, but well, only started a little bit in college. This, the the Big East regular season conference play started this week, and ready a couple of upsets yet last night. Seton Hall, which is picked to finish in, in the lower echelon, destroyed Connecticut at home, the nat- defending national champion, seventy-five to sixty. Saint. A very surprising game, but Connecticut was just terrible. And St. John's had a very impressive debut under Rick Pitino in the conference, beating Xavier 81-66. And they played very good defense. And after the last two games, their defense has really tightened up, and that's what Pitino wants to emphasize after they had a debacle against Boston College, which was like a layup line for Boston College. And then the other night, Providence at home beat the number six team in the country, Marquette, by about 14 points. And so far in the Big East, the surprise team non-conference was Butler, and they started off defeating Georgetown. So I think it's, it's I think it's going to be one of those years where Georgetown and DePaul will be at the bottom of the Big East, and everybody else might just knock knock each other off. Also, oh, Villanova beat Creighton last night, a very another very good team on the road in overtime, 68-66. So it's going to be very competitive in the Big East. As far as the Knicks, very good road trip, three and two. Unfortunately, 
Mitchell Robinson is out for the year, and they're going to have to. I don't know. If, I'm not sure how this works, but they they applied for something. Maybe Roger, you know what this disability exception does that mean? They could sign somebody else if they get that. Yeah, I think it's going to create about a seven point eight million exception. I think it said Fred. Yeah, they're trying to get some exception so they can get some other you know another player in there. Yeah, I guess right. we finish this roster spot. I guess yeah. yeah. Yeah, because Gerald Jericho Sims hurt himself on the opening half in the game against the Lakers the other night. So Hartenstein played a lot of minutes last night, and Todd Gibson, who's probably good for 10, 12 minutes a game at, at this point, they probably need to get somebody else in. But they're they're looking good, and I think it was a good move when they when they put Quentin Grimes on the second unit. He seems to be playing better with that, and DiVincenzo was really good last night against the Nets. There was some game though Monday night against against the Lakers and. You know, you know, say what you want to say, and some people are somewhat critical sometimes of Julius Randle, but the guy shows up every night and has been playing really good. He, I don't think he he knows the meaning of the word load management. I don't think any, I don't think the Knicks know know the meaning of that. Brunson is always there, and that that's one thing you really have to admire about the Knicks. And they, and I'm hopeful that they can uh, have a, have a really good year. And the you know, Nets had not had, did not have a great road trip. They were one and four. They came back last night to play a terrible game, and they're just trying to hang in. They they got a lot of injuries, yeah. and that's about it about the NBA. Yeah, and, uh, Brunson must be an all star this year. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. He has to be. He's never Brunson been an all star before. No, Brunson and Randall have to be yeah. considered, you know, all-stars. Brunson's evolved into a superstar. You know, Randall's haircut makes him look more serious. Because mm-hmm. he looks like a goofball with his other haircut. And, and then on the <laughs> other hand, you have, you have the Detroit Pistons who have lost 24 yeah. in a row. But I have a feeling they're going to win tonight. They're playing at home against the not-so-good team, Utah, who played last night in Cleveland. I think tonight might be the night the Pistons win a game. 2-25. and 25. What's the record for low? In, in in a regular season, the record season. is twenty. Yeah, re- no, twenty six consecutive no, I mean losses. That, but the season wise, 20, I think the Philadelphia is seventy six yeah, and yeah. nine and seventy three. Seventy three. Yeah, That's when right. they when they were coached by uh by Roy, Roy Rubin. Rubin used to coach LIU. Yeah. 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 Seventy three. Anybody yeah, want to comment on the basketball? For the basketball, and we'll go to hockey next. Uh, yeah, there, uh, Wayne. Yeah, I have a a quick little story about. Uh, George McGinnis and the New York Knicks. Uh, George McGinnis died this week. Yeah, right. He uh, he was an All-American at Indiana University, played there one year, joined the ABA, the Indiana Pacers. Uh, he was an all-star there, led him to two championships, but he wanted now to go to the NBA, they, more money in the NBA. And uh, the 76ers had the, uh, the draft rights to uh, McGinnis. But uh, anyway... Uh, they, they allowed the, the Knicks to negotiate with him. They negotiated a big contract. The Pacers stepped in, got an injunction, and uh, killed that deal so he couldn't, he couldn't do that. So they waited. He, he re-signed with the Pacers. Then uh, about a year year later, Mike Burke, who then owned the, owned the Knicks, said, okay, I've had enough. He goes out and he signs McGinnis to a huge contract. 76 said, wait a second, we own the draft rights. Uh, Larry O'Brien, who was the commissioner of, uh, of basketball at the time, says, yep, you're right. He voids the deal and penalizes the Knicks in a number one draft pick. Now, this is where it comes interesting. The Milwaukee Bucks now are looking to trade Jabbar. 
Uh, they want draft. They want a draft pick. They they spoke to the Knicks initially. The Knicks didn't have a draft pick, so they couldn't make the trade for Jabbar. He went out to the to the went out to the uh, Lakers. Roy Bowe on the Nets offered the Knicks Julius Irving, uh, and he, and all the Knicks had to do was forgive the four point six million dollar uh, trans uh, whatever fee they had to pay. And Mike Bird said no. Oh. went to 76. So there was a possibility the Knicks could have had a team, but Frazier and Monroe still on the team. Bradley mm-hmm. was still on the team. Jabbar, Irving, and mm-hmm. uh, I think Spencer Hayden might have still been on the team. But just, they were just mm-hmm. a, it shows a domino effect of, of George McGinnis and the Knicks. That's my story. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Good story. Good story. Mm-hmm. Good. Anybody else any basketball notes? Uh, Jabbar, right? Uh, he, he fell. 76 years old, breaks, yeah. breaks his hip, has surgery. It seems like in 09, he disclosed he had leukemia. He's got AFib also. 20, 20, mm. yeah, the commercial, right? AFib. Yeah, that's the had... disclosed, disclosed he had prostate cancer. Wow. This so, fellow, uh, Jean Morant, came back after a long suspension. Yeah. He won, did had you had see the game? game. Yeah, did you see yeah. the shot he, he won the game with? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, God. He's not tired. He hasn't played in so long. <laughs> yeah, but, he, you know, the, he he came out in midseason form. Good for him. He's a great talent, and I hope he keeps his head on straight and away from oh. guns. Well, well, one more thing on the Knicks. They got two games coming up Saturday and Sunday, both at noon at, noon, at home against Milwaukee. So hopefully maybe they, Milwaukee. Can, they keep playing no, Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. It, that, that's the fourth game. Yeah. Can't play. Can't beat them. Mark, no, greatest no. basketball player, Jordan, Jabbar, or uh, uh, Russell. Would you pick? Cham- you left out Chamberlain. <clears throat> yeah, who would yeah. you pick? Who would you pick? Everyone picks Jordan. Russell's got the but, most championships of anybody. Yeah. Different era. Right. Different era. Yeah. Different oh, era. Yeah, yeah. So we can't pick him. And um well who was more I would dominant? Pick, I would pick game. Jordan. Yeah. I would too. If he yeah. talks if he talks to you. <laughs> I heard he was very moody. <laughs> huge, a huge a big gambler. Huge gambler. Yes. Really? Big big oh, gambler. By the way, the, the Knicks, they're Hartenstein. That's his name, Hartenstein? Yeah. Was Hartenstein, he Bar Mitzvah? Was he Bar Mitzvah? <laughs> He's, he's German, German. German. He's Austrian. Austrian. He's German. He's, he's, he's German. German. Was he a German Jew? Yeah. No, he's not Jewish. How do we Isaiah find out? I don't think he's Jewish. How do you know? Uh, he's not, he's I not in Jewish. Harold's on it. <laughs> <laughs> Sacramento Kings G League player. Chance Comanche. Comanche. 27 years old. And his girlfriend, 19-year-old Sakari Harden, were arrested and charged with killing a woman whose remains were found early this month near Las Vegas. Mm. Uh, Rogers was 23, was the woman, was kidnapped and killed, reported missing December 7th. I guess that was last week. No cause of death, no motive, no, and but foul play was suspected, and thus the arrest, the arrest. Harden was friends with Rogers, who was a medical assistant from Washington State. Harden is being held on $500,000 bond, and Comanche was held without bond. 
Do we know this guy, Chance Comanche? Never heard of him. All right, G-League, G G-League. Um, Purdue is number one in college, men. Right. And South Carolina seems to be the overwhelming number one. But there was a big upset, a big upset. Now, was this men's or women? I think this was men's. Cal State Northridge beat UCLA in basketball, 76 UCLA is a little having a down year this year. After an 11 year losing streak to Pac 12 teams, California State Northridge. A couple of years ago, they made the NCAA. I don't know what league they're in. Um, Big and, West or something. And uh, UCLA ended a 29 game winning streak on their home court. Yeah. How about that? How about that? Any hockey news? Rangers still in first place. Yeah, playing, playing. You know, they're, they're winning games. Nothing, you know, nothing exciting. Well, the, the way they okay. played against Toronto yeah. was exciting. Uh, yeah, that was that was very. I didn't see the game, so yeah. We forgot yeah, to mention cool. that Eric Montrose died. Yeah, former North Carolina uh, yeah. uh, NBA center, fifty-two years old, diagnosed in March with cancer. Stepped away oh, yeah. from his duties as radio analyst for the University of North Carolina games. He played for yeah. Carolina 90 to 94 under Dean Smith. Yeah. He was on the championship team. Championship team in 93, ninth pick overall by the Celtics and played with the Celtics until 02, 2002. Eric Montrose. That was that's a that made news too. All right, let's see. Other than other than Fred, where is oh, a some Okay, you'll be you'll be our check off, but everybody else. All right. Has, where is the one second there, Dave? You want to say something? Yeah, just saying. In uh, women's volley college volleyball, Nebraska was upset by Texas. You know what I say to that? They <laughs> <laughs> had almost ten thousand fans. Assumption University. Where is that? Who knows where it is? Fred, you're the check off. Yeah, I know where it is. Are you know What's you the question, then, Mike? More. Mark, Assumption, you call me Mike, Assumption Mark. University. Where is that? Just, just, just let me know when you want me to say where it is. You got it right. Worcester, Massachusetts. Where is Campbellsville University? What's in Cam Campbellsville. Kentucky. Oh, yeah. schools. Right. That's right. Anyone know where they are? has it right. What do you Kentucky. Say? Joe said it. Joe said it. Okay. Wow. Just took a guess. It's Campbellsville, Kentucky. I got four more. Claflin, Claflin University. Claflin, C L A F L I N. F L I N. Anyone know? I forgot. It's Pennsylvania. No, South Carolina. There's also Claflin. Oh, that's Clarion. All right. Beecher. And where is Elon University? North Carolina. North Carolina. Good, good, good. Because you know, you know what Elon's claim to fame is. What it's a lot of time. No, a lot of times you do crossword puzzles. Four college in, in North Carolina, it's four letters. Everybody thinks it's Duke. It's always Elon. Uh -huh. Where is University of Montevallo? Who? Montevallo. Now you make Montevallo or maybe Montevallo. Buenos Aires, Argentina. It's Alabama, Montevallo, Alabama. Mont I have one more. Thomas College. Now that I know. <laughs> Anybody? Thomas College. My friend, where I, think it's, I think it's in Minnesota. 
No. Yeah. It's Waterville, Maine. Wow. Hey, we stumped you. Right. I think these are colleges that just Queen, came into Queen's existence Co- last week. Queen's <laughs> College or Queen's University is someplace. North Carolina. North Carolina. I think it's in North Carolina or South Carolina. It is. It, New York. It, is, it is North Carolina. <laughs> it's North Carolina? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So did you do your hockey stuff? You did your hockey stuff. A couple of things. I had your left hand, Chris Kreider, yeah. became the third all-time score oh, yeah. goals as a Ranger. Number three, all-time. Who's one and two? Right. Andy Bathgate. He's five. I think uh, Rod Gilbert is Gilbert. one. Gilbert is one. Who's two? Two would be... Jean Rattel. Jean Rattel. No. Very good. Who's fourth? Bathgate. No, he's fifth. <laughs> Vic, uh, Vic Hatfield. Adam, Adam Graves. Oh, oh, wow. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> no, that's I know. It's Mark with What's the that? Rangers. For a yeah. while, Jonathan Quick was playing as good as he ever played when he was oh. in his prime, and I think it was giving Igor the uh, heebie-jeebies because Igor wasn't playing well. Now, uh, I don't think so. Together, well, Igor had a great game uh, in the last game. I don't think so. And, as uh, and, as Roger told us early in the week, how could you miss this one in in soccer? A set of six Messi World Cup shirts auctioned at seven point eight million dollars. Thank you for really? that fact, Roger. Oh, Come on. <laughs> and I have one more info, and then we'll go to trivia. Anyone know who Maxwell Jacob Friedman is? Oh, yes, I ah, do. I, Mike. He's a, right. He's a uh, the champion of the AEW, and he was just got one of the, the Jewish Athlete of the Year in the Jewish Museum in Comac. And uh, he's my nephew's favorite wrestler. He's a wrestler. He's a wrestler. Well, you know, like WWE, but Mark, this, this is Mark, AEW. You know, what, you know what the best thing is? He has the same initials as me. That's right. That's right. That's right. If any Mark, of ever, yes. I'm sorry. You you kind of laughed when Dave mentioned the uh, a women's college volleyball uh, a few weeks ago. Nebraska drew eighty thousand yeah. people. Right, we, we, right. we did mention that. Yeah. We did mention that. We did that. We did that. You did that. Okay. We did that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's cool. He brought that up. Yeah. Uh, the the Jewish Hall of Fame in Comac. Anyone ever been there? Yes. <laughs> it's Terrific. on uh, 74 Hopog Road in Comac. I have a phone mm-hmm. number here. It's at the Suffolk YJCC. And this guy's always known. He wears a scarf that looks like a talit. <laughs> He was a talent, so that's right. And he makes none. He's, he's a Jew. Very good. He's a wrestler. You want know something? You Google him, he's the best there ever was as far as, you know, standing in the ring and, and, and commentating. He's incredible. He's a good wrestler. He's a good wrestler. Bill Goldberg is also in that Hall of Fame. Goldberg. All right, let's do trivia questions. We have about 10 minutes of trivia questions. What could, oh, Milton. Go ahead, Milton. Right. <clears throat> yeah. In June 1962... The Yankees played a 22-inning game against the Detroit Tigers. In the 22nd inning, someone hit a home run. Jack off Reed. Jack, Jack he Reed. Never, he Jack never hit Reed. another home run. Jack home Reed. run in his career. Jack, Jack right. Reed. That was it. All right. You got it. I heard, I heard, the, was he heard the catcher. The catcher told them what's coming. The winning pitcher and the losing pitcher of that game. The pitcher he hit it off of? It was, uh, it was his first win as a Yankee. Oh, Al Downing. Nope. It was Jim Louis Bowden. Royal. Jim Bowden. Oh. Jim Bowden. Losing pitcher was Pedro Ramos. Oh. And Mark, if you don't mind, I'd like to ask my 
Should be a question now because it has something to do with that game. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. All right. The first Yankee to win a Cy Young started the game that Milton just said. And it was his last game he ever started for the Yankees. The first pitcher on the Yankees to win the Cy Young Award. Bob Curley? Bob Turley? Ralph Terry. Ralph Terry. I love that trade when they made it for Bob Turley. Love that trade. Didn't they yeah. get it from Baltimore? Yep. Yeah, yeah, with Don Larson. Yeah, with Don they Larson also. St. Louis. Traded Willie, traded Willie Miranda, a few other guys. Yep. I remember that 58 World Series where Turley came in in relief in the last game. He was terrific. Right. He was one of Weren't they traded by the St. Louis Browns to the Yankees? I think it was Baltimore. Baltimore. I think it was Baltimore. The Browns have already oh. gone to Baltimore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. I have another Yankee question. Bucky Dent replaced Dallas Green as a Yankee manager in 1989. Who replaced Bucky Dent in 1990? Lou Pinella? No. No. Stump Billy Merrill Martin again? Billy Stump Martin? Merrill. Stump Merrill. Stump Merrill? Yeah, Stump Merrill is right. Stump Merrill is correct. Uh, Anybody else? Questions? Okay, Michael again. Okay. The only Yankees to win the, the MVP and Rookie of the Year. Hmm. MVP and Rookie MVP of the Year. And Rookie of the Year. There were different times, but they've done both. Oh. Well, Jeter won. But not both as a Yankee, right? One player right? you're talking about? No, Jeter was never an MVP. No, but he was a rookie of the year, 96. But do you mean like the Barry same Judge? person? Was it with both with the Yankees? No, I don't remember. The Yankees. No, no we're in, the, in, the, in their careers, they both right. won MVP and rookie Mark, of the year. Mark, you just said one of them. It's Thurman Munson. Who's the other? Don Manningly. Oh, you got you guys are gonna hit yourself in the head. Nope. Judge. Wait a minute. Mantle. No. Mantle level one. No. Nope. Rookie of the year. No. Rookie of the year and MVP. Um Who is Reggie Jackson? Who's the judge? I said judge. That's your oh, I'm sorry. I said <laughs> Judge and Munson are the answers. Nobody hears me. my <laughs> life. Abraham Lincoln. Where am I going with this? Abraham Lincoln and Benjamin Franklin. <coughs> yeah. Are both in sports hall of fames. High schools. How? How? High schools? No. First, what sport would they be in? Abraham Lincoln. Benjamin Franklin are in hall of fames. Wrestling? Obviously, before they were presidents. Benjamin Frank was never president. Or whatever. <laughs> he wasn't. True. Abraham Lincoln, six foot four, was a wrestler. He's in the I said wrestling. Okay. Nobody listens to me. Okay. He amassed right. the victories that, in a 12-year period, uh, losing just once. How about that? And Franklin was a swimmer. Inducted into International Swimming Hall of Fame in 1968. <laughs> How about that? Took a long time. Long Took time. a long time. Yeah. yeah. Took a long time. Posthumously, obviously. All right, Michael. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. The uh, what? What happened? Why is it that there's sometimes uh, 
that they say that black people don't swim well. What event took place that originated the uh, the thought that black people don't swim well? It happened on a TV show on ABC Channel 7. Dodger General Manager. Al Campanis. Oh, Al Campanis. Al Campanis. Al Campanis. I think he used the phrase, they don't have the necessities. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. And obviously, somebody went into the water who was of the African-American uh, uh, ethnicity and, uh, and was in a competition and he went right down. I'll give you the name of the TV program that it occurred on. The name of the TV program was Superstars. Oh. So they the water and they couldn't swim. They couldn't swim. Joe Look Frazier. At, you got that right. Who Joe said Frazier. that? That's right, Joe. I remember that. I, I, I Jeff, remember that. Jeff said it. I was watching it. I was watching them. They were lifting weights. And... <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Okay. I like that. Here's a fact, a sports fact. I believe this is correct. Sammy Sosa had three seasons of 60 or more home runs, but never led the league. Wow. It's a fact, I guess. So. Who are the three the people who beat him? I guess McGuire uh, and I guess Bonds, right? Bonds. Bonds. Yeah. yeah. I guess that was it. Any more questions? Come on. We got five minutes. We can go five more. No, you know, guys, don't come quick. All right, name one syllable NFL teams. There were about eight of them. Jets, Jets Rams, Colts, Jets, Rams, Rams yeah. Colts, Colts, Bills, Bills, Bills. Yeah. Bears, 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 Rams, Rams were said. Two more. Rams were said. Okay, Lions. Lions. No, no, Lions. Lions is two. Lions, Browns, 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 and there's one more. Todd's, the Chiefs. Thank you, Chiefs. Who else? Come on. Oh, we we could play a song. We could play a song if you want to. All right, let's let's play a song and say goodbye. Have dinner. How about this nice song from? Say goodbye to everybody. Nice. Melvin, hold on. Let's say goodbye, everybody. Thank you, guys. Next week will be. Number 191. 191. 191. And think about what you do to 200. Hopefully I'll have video. Yeah, how about, yeah. Uh, 1972. Mr. Rose. BB. Right? My mama. Mr. Rose. Yeah. Cornelius Brothers. Mm. It's a good song. Right, she is. She told me it can break your heart and put you in misery. Since I met this little woman, I feel it's happened to me. And I'm telling you, it's too late to turn back now. I thought you'd like it. 
Red Rose, good song. Good Cornelius nice. Brothers. Okay, yes. okay, guys. Too late to turn back now. Yeah. They, had, they yeah. had another hit. Didn't they, have, they had two hits, right? Yeah, yeah. they had another one. Also, Peter like a lady. Hey, by the way, after the, uh, he left the group, he he became he named himself the Prince Gideon Israel. He joined us um, a black Israel sect down in Miami. Yeah, trivial wow. facts which we didn't yeah, ever little know. Little facts here and there. Guys, yeah. take care. See you next week. Okay, okay. Next week. I have a suggestion for yeah. our two Tell me, and, tell me, and, tell me in a text or email. We're gonna say oh. bye now. Good job, right, everybody. Take care, Jeff. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. 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 Good night.